Hey guys, welcome back to Young Evolving Podcast. This is your host, Ashley, and we're back with another, what do you call these, segments, episodes, <laughs> episodes. So today I wanted to talk about self-love. I wanted to talk about the struggle of it, you know, because I feel like a lot of people, you know, it's easy to say that you love yourself, but when it really comes down to the nitty gritty, like, do you really? Like, are you accepting this? Just be like, why do you hate like how are you navigating your self-love how are you showing that you love yourself not just with self-care days not with bubble baths or oh let me just go to a quick um target get a couple things like i mean self-love not self-care i feel like sometimes we get the two misconstrued i feel like sometimes we get the two confused sometimes we can look at self-care as self-love when no you're just doing things for yourself which you should be doing self-care should be something that you do it shouldn't be misconstrued as loving yourself just because you're doing nice things for yourself you should already be doing that and i feel like self-love sometimes isn't it isn't talked about a lot well honestly i feel like it's overly talked about to the point where i feel like we start to idolize self-love and there's no problem and there's and you need to love yourself because you can't love others until you love yourself until you value yourself you're not able to value anyone else but sometimes i feel like we idolize the idea of both self-care like buying stuff doing stuff and just idolizing and taking confidence and pride and confiding in the fact of self-love and self-care and it's all about me 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 yes self-love is about you Yes, self-care pertains to you, but the main idea should not always be me, 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 me. Because when you shape that in your mind, it creates this idea that everything's about you. And And that is not consciously speaking all the time. That can sometimes be subconsciously. So I looked up the definition of self-love and self-love. The definition I got was regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Okay. Meaning to have a high regard for own self, for own happiness, for own wants. And that makes sense because you get the self in front of it. So that makes sense. But sometimes I feel like we don't really show self-love to ourselves and I feel like the first step to knowing how to show yourself self-love and really taking time to love yourself is to know yourself getting to know yourself is the number one step first step to loving yourself you gotta know you you gotta take time to self-reflect you gotta take time to sit down and date yourself who am I what do I like what what don't I like? Why do I why does this make me feel this way? What are some situations that I feel like have defined me, have changed me, have characterized me, have moved me, encouraged me? Who are the people that I want in my life? Who are the people that have characteristics that I'm not too fond of? I feel like we often don't date ourselves. We don't take the time to pursue yourself. You don't take the time to sit and simmer with who you are, know who you are, learn who you are, get to know you. Yes, you know you a little bit, but do you really have the self-awareness to really know who you are, the depths of you? You can't want a person 
or friendship or relationship to get to know the depths of you if you don't yourself know the depths of you. And that takes time. And it takes self-work. It takes self-awareness. It takes self-reflection. And I feel like I used to always get caught up in, you know, I used to love posting the self-love quote. So I love me. I'm not standing for this. I'm not going for this. I love myself more than this. I'm, I know my worth. And that's fine. <laughs> you should know your worth. You should hold yourself accountable to those standards. You should hold yourself accountable to those boundaries that you are setting for yourself. But sometimes I feel like we use that as a barrier. We use that as a wall because it it doesn't allow it it gives it doesn't give people the space to make to to mess up it doesn't give people the space for you to see who they are it just it kind of blocks them and it's it's a certain bound there's a a thing between boundaries and setting walls i feel like sometimes we use self-love or the image of self-love or the way self-love is portrayed in the social media world or just in the world regardless sometimes it gets portrayed as just boundaries 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 self-love i love myself so i'm not going for this i love myself so i'm not doing this in reality you haven't you don't even really know what you like you don't even really know that sometimes i feel like we get self-love boundaries and standards from what we see off the media and don't get me wrong i've done it too (laughs) i have based my boundaries and my standards upon the things that i've seen other people post when really that has nothing to do with me that's really not who I am I've tried to do things that are not me I've tried to be a person that I'm not I've tried to do things the way that I know that I don't like because it looks better because it's more aesthetic it's more pleasing to other people it's more it protects other people's feelings when it comes to self-love you have to love you first you have to love you first you have to take the time to love you and when i mean love you i mean truly love show care embrace encourage you be mindful of what you feed yourself be mindful of what you're allowing yourself to consume and that's mentally spiritually psychologically emotionally physically even we need to take accountability and what we feed ourselves what are you feeding you Are you feeding yourself affirmations? Are you feeding yourself things that are going to grow your mind? Are you seeing the way that God sees you? I feel like self-love ties into self-identity. Until you know who you are, you can't love yourself fully in the way that you are supposed to, the way that is embracive. You should love you first before you allow anyone else to love you. You have to see yourself for who God has ordained you as. Who does God think I am? Who does God say I am? Who am I? Your identity is found in Christ, in the abundance of knowing God, in the abundance of walking with Christ, in the abundance of learning of who he is. You learn more of you. When I gave my life to Christ, I did an entire 360 which which is it's supposed to happen when you come to christ you become a new creation which i've said multiple times in many episodes i know you're probably tired of that but it's true i when i came to god i became a brand new person yes i'm not perfect now yes i've made mistakes yes i've fallen yes i've sinned yes i've done things i'm no perfect human (laughs) and if you really know me you know i'm no perfect human 
but I am different than what I was before. And that come that came from finding my true identity in Christ, knowing who God called me to be, knowing what God said about me has shaped the way that I viewed myself. It brought me to knowing who I am, who is my identity. We often associate our identity with things we see online, with people we hang around. You are you. You are meant to be you for, for a reason. You are made complex for a reason. Your complexity is you. I used to always hate how I was such a love girl. My friends would tease me. Oh, you're such a love girl. You're such a hopeless romantic. Oh, your standards are too high. Your boundaries, this is... And people used to just attack those things. But when I came, when I was firm in Christ, I knew that my boundaries and my self-identity and my self-love had to be my... It was a. It has to be a, a comfort place for you. When you find your identity, you are so firm in it. Nothing, nothing no one can say can move you, can change the way you think about yourself. And sometimes we allow our own selves to tear us down. Your mind is your biggest competitor. Your mind holds all of your thoughts, all of your emotions, all your feelings, the way you act, premeditation almost. And if you are not firm in your identity and firm in the love that you have for for yourself, you cannot love yourself. You cannot fully love others. And it will be a little hard to love and to trust God because you're not allowing your identity to be formed in Christ. Loving yourself takes time. You have to learn to love the imperfections, to love the negatives, to love the mess ups, to love the falls, to love who you are. It has taken time and I'm still going through the process of learning to love myself in my fullness in my authentic self the person I am behind closed doors is who you are and the same for me who I am behind closed doors is who I am you are who you are and only you and God truly know your heart God is the only one who knows your heart the best who knows who you are God says that he knows every hair that is on our heads. God formed us. He formed us to be this complex. He for, We are the most complex beings on the earth, on the planet. We are complex for a reason. And sometimes we think that loving ourselves is just to love ourselves in the perfect, on the perfect days, on the good days, on the, on the days where we're doing everything. When we're waking up at 5 a.m., we hitting the gym, we're eating healthy, we, we reading our Bibles all the time, we're, we're doing everything right. That's when, you, when I feel like we have learned to love ourselves in the perfect state so that when that bad day comes, it changes the way you view yourself in the worst way. You have one bad day. You mess up one time. You may mess up a few times. You may miss your alarm clock for 5 a.m. You end up waking up at 11 a.m. You didn't go to school today. You end up not going to school the rest of the week. You're sad. You sit in that sadness and you just you feel sorry for yourself. You give you allow yourself to sit in how you feel, to sit in those thoughts. When reality, we have to learn to take captive of those thoughts that are attacking our mind, that are attacking our identity, that are attacking how we view ourselves and even the way that God views us. You are a masterpiece. You are God's greatest creation. But you yourself have to believe that first. Your identity is in your father. When you take relationship with your father, you will learn parts about yourself that you never knew. 
me coming to Christ, I have learned tremendous, <laughs> tremendous things about myself, both good and bad. I have learned things about myself that I know that I don't really care too much for, that I would like to work on, that I would like to change. We are not perfect. If anything, we are the farthest from perfect. We are no good. Honestly, we are no good. But you're human. Love yourself in your weakness. Love you first. Loving you first has to be a priority for you. No one else can make that priority for you. Loving you has to be your decision and your priority. God loves you, but you have to believe it. You have to believe that God loves you. You have to believe that you are loved. Just because you mess up doesn't mean that you're you're a bad person. Just because you had a bad day doesn't make you a bad person. Just because you had one mess up does not shape who you are. We allow situations, we allow people, we allow things, we allow places to dictate our image. We allow those things to destroy our self-image and the way we portray ourselves. And even the way we allow others to portray us. You are not what you do. You are not your actions. You are bigger than that. You are more complex than that. You are who you are. How you feel, it may be different from others, but that's how you feel because that's you. God created everybody completely different. We're not always going to agree with each other. We're not always going to like each other. (laughs) We're not always going to want to... We're not always going to want to be around each other. We're not always going to want to, yeah, be around each other. But you have to learn to love you on your good days, on your bad days, on your great days, and even on your horrible days, on the days that you are the worst of the worst. You have to learn to love all of you, not half, all of you, every part of you, every death of you. You have to sit, self-reflect, and self-identify who you are. And the only way you can truly find who you are is in Christ. The more you walk with God, the more God reveals more and more about you. While you're getting to know God, God is revealing parts of you that you didn't even know existed within you. He is identifying trauma that you didn't even know you had. He is identifying things you didn't even know you didn't like. He is revealing things that you didn't even know that you loved. He is identifying people that you thought would be there forever that need to go. There are things that happen when you walk with God. Identity speaking. When you walk with God, you don't lose who you are. God changes your heart. You become new mentally, emotionally, physically. You're still you. You have the same personality. You you are still you. But your ideas change. The way you look at things change. Your mental changes in the best way possible. You look at things in the bigger picture. You look at things from a heavenly perspective. From a kingdom-like perspective. Because God has opened up your eyes to see things for what they are. 
And when God opens your eyes to see you for who you are, you will be firm as ever in your identity, firm as ever in your self-love, that you will be able to love yourself in magnificent ways. And when you learn to love you, you are going to be able to show people the love of Christ when you love on them. But you have to show the love of Christ to yourself first. And you're probably like, what is the love of Christ? Sacrificial love. The love of Christ is sacrificial love, which is the true love. True love is sacrificial. So when it comes to self-love, you have to show that sacrificing love to yourself. You have to learn to love you. To learn to embrace who you are. What you like, what you don't. Who is your identity to have self-love I always say that I always say this to have self-love is to do the self-work in order to embrace who you are to find goodness and security in your self-love to find consistency in the way that you love yourself you have to do the work you have to be disciplined you have to be open you have to be accountable you have to be reflective upon yourself in all areas not just mentally emotionally like you need to be aware when you're checking out you need to be aware when you're getting irritated you need to be aware so that you are able to take captive and control of not only those emotions and feelings but those but those mind games those thoughts those feelings you have to be able to take control of them or they will take control of you and that's not loving that's harmful not only to yourself Not only to your mind, but to the people around you, to the things around you, to the places and the situations around you. You have to be able to be in control of you. You have to be able to know you. In in order to know you, in order to love you, you have to know you. (laughs) In order to know you, you have to love you. When you learn what you're worth in Christ, what you're deserving of, you don't settle for anything less. You have to accept you. Self-love comes with self-acceptance. Self-identity comes with self-acceptance. Once you get to those, once you accept you, once you become comfortable with who you are, not in a sense meaning you shouldn't grow and you should stay the same, but comfortable in a sense that this is me and I am embracing who I am. All parts of me, the parts that still need growing, the parts that are doing well, but all of the parts of me I am choosing to accept. I am choosing to accept that this this is this is me. This is who I am. I like this. I don't like this. I'm embracing every part of me. Even the parts of me that people don't like, the parts of me that people think I'm tripping off of. I am learning to accept me. That is a boundary you have to set for yourself. That is a standard you need to set for yourself. I am accepting every part of me in every season that I'm in. This may not be your best season, but I need you to accept who you are. I need you to accept where you're at. I need you to accept that you are where you're at and you are you. Accept who you are in every season you're in and every weather you're in. Accept it. The more you accept it, the more you love you. The more you become more accountable of you. The more you don't settle for less. The more you learn what you are deserving of. The more that you are learning that you are an amazing, 
complex person. You are amazing. You are amazingly created. You were amazingly created. You have to learn to allow yourself to grow. We have to learn to be so firm in our self-identity and knowing who we are that when seasons change and things happen, you don't take those situations and adapt them to who you are. We often associate ourselves with the things that have happened to us. If something bad happens to you, you associate yourself with that situation. Yes, it happened to you, but it is not you. My, my, my pastor preached about that, that we are not what happened to us. You are not what happened to you. That is not your identity. That is not who you are. That it is simply that is simply just something that had happened in your story. That is not your that is not your only part of your story. That is not who you are. Don't associate your things with trauma. Don't associate your identity with trauma. Do not associate your identity, your self-love, and your self-acceptance with trauma from your past. Your trauma is a part of your story, not your story, not the ending. Your story is still being written. It is still going. You are still moving and you are still growing. You can't evolve. You can't evolve. I'm sorry. You can't evolve if you allow yourself and associate yourself with things of the past. You have to move on. You have to, you have to accept it. That is the only way you'll forgive yourself. That is the only way you'll forgive the people around you. That is the only way you will forgive is if you accept it. And it may hurt. It may be uncomfortable. But the first step to loving you is accepting you in every season. Accepting what is. Accepting what was. It happened. Accept it. Grow from it. Evolve from it. And choose to do so. Stick to it. Yes, it happened. I know. Yes, it made me feel uncomfortable. I know. But it happened because it is a part of your testimony, a part of your story. God is using you in that area. But he does not want you to associate yourself with that trauma. He wants you to use that to encourage others that they are able to overcome it. I know that it hurt. I know that you still carry that baggage, that trauma, and it feels heavy on you. But God's word says, give him your burdens, for he cares for you. It says, cast your burdens on the Lord, for he cares for you. God cares for you. He doesn't want you carrying that baggage. He doesn't want you carrying that trauma. He doesn't want you carrying that depression. Take those rocks off your back and put them in God's basket, for he cares for you. He will carry it. Because God cares for you, he will carry it. Let me say that again. Because God cares for you, he will carry it for you. Let let it go. It's not you. It's just what happened to you. It's not you. It's just what happened to you. That is a part of your testimony, a part of your plan, a part of your progress. Use it as a step stool 
to keep going. Use that to keep learning more about you. Use that to learn to love you in every season. I keep saying that because it's so important to love yourself in every season. Not just the good ones, but I'm talking about the bad ones. You have to learn to love you, to enjoy you. Self-love doesn't come easy. And it takes time. But it can be done with your consistency, your acceptance, and your growing in God where you find who you are and how God thinks of you, how he treasures you, how he appreciates you, how he loves you in every season. Then you will know what it is like to have your identity found in Christ. So don't allow yourself to find your self-love, to find your self-acceptance and your self-identity in the things of this world, in the situations that happen to you, in the things from your past, but allow you to find your self-acceptance, your self-identity, and your self-love, and your Father who created you to be as complex as you are. You are loved, you are cared for, and your plan and your prospering, your purpose is still coming. It's still there. It's still attached to you. You still got it. Hold God's hand. And as you walk with him, you're also walking with you. You're walking with yourself. It will take time. It won't be easy. But it is worth it. Not only do you get to learn more about your father who created you, but you get to know who you are and how he created you. You get to learn the depths of who you are. And you get fulfilled by it. And it is the most fulfilling thing, the most comforting thing, to know that you are confiding in a person who knows more about you. The way you learn about you is you go to God. You ask him, God, reveal to me who I am in you. Who did you create me to be? How do you see me? How do you view me? He will show you. All you have to do is ask. So I thank you guys for listening to this video or this podcast, this episode, sermon, (laughs) whatever you guys want to call it. Um, I thank you for tuning in. I pray that God will show you who you are in him, that he will help you to not identify yourself with the baggage that you have carried for years upon years, but that he will show you that it is okay to release it, that you need to release it, that it is time to walk into the trueness of your identity and the trueness of your self-love so that you are able to not only love yourself in the most fulfilling way, but that you are able to love others the way that Christ has loved you and as much as he sees you. So like I said, you are seen, you are loved, and you are cared for. Thank you for listening.